welcome back to Minds of Metal. My name is Daria. And I'm Laz. And today we are talking about one of our favourite albums. Yeah, we're doing a modern metal album review for you today. Do you want to tell them what we do? Yeah. Hypnotise by a System of a Down. That's right, yeah. So System of a Down, a, a new metal band from the late 90s, um, along with that movement of Corn, Slip, Not Limp Biscuit. Um, but we thought we'd do this one because it's 17 years since they released that album. Um, so we'll give you some quick facts now from the album. Uh, the album was called Hypnotize, and obviously the band is System of a Down. The album was released in uh, November 2005, and it was part of like a sort of double release from mm -hmm. System of a Down in the same year. Six months earlier, they released Mesmerize, and six months later, they released Hypnotize. The album comes in at just under 40 minutes of length. It was produced by Rick Rubin and Daron Malakian. And funnily enough, do you know who did the artwork for the album? Vartan Malakian, um, Daron's dad. Oh, so, yeah, that's he did nice. the artwork for it, yeah. Um, but we thought since it was 17 years of the album, it's worth doing, and it's our first modern, modern metal review album. So, yeah, let's get going. So the first track of the album is called Tack, and it does what it says on the tin. Yeah. It completely just attacks you with this energy, with uh, this drum beat and crazy guitars, and uh, with really kind of shouty, powerful vocal. Yeah, they wanted. They actually wrote a piece of music that was pretty soft to start the album off, but then the band agreed that they all actually wanted to kick off the album in a much heavier way, and I think Attack does that. You got the really fast guitar riff at the start. You know, it almost sounds a little messy, but actually, when all the bands come in, and you got that intro, it's very thrashy with the drums just pounding away really fast. Then it settles down for the verse, and then it picks up again, and the tempo goes. Or not the tempo, but the dynamics and the energy goes up. Um, yeah. And you're left with this incredible song. And I think dynamically, they are actually fantastic. The way they do dynamic changes, it just constantly keeps you listening. Yeah. And you've got this going from like this really, like you said, like mess almost onto the quieter bits with just hi-hat guitar and vocals. And I think this is just so clever. And they utilise this throughout the whole album. They just use dynamics so fantastically. Yeah. Um, lyrically, this song's quite interesting. I mean, System of a Down are quite a political band, uh, and they do talk quite a lot about their Armenian heritage um, and the Armenian genocide that went on in 1914. But this album, I feel, is a, like an introspective look at the US side of politics. Um, and I think this song, from my interpretation of the lyrics, is them sort of criticising the US government about all the wars they're involved in, all the bombs they drop and all that stuff. And I think a big criticism of bands like System of a Down is countries and governments like the US, but not necessarily the US, attacking other states and countries and with, with disregard for things like civilians. And you can see that in the last few lyrics, uh, attack all the homes and villages, attack all the schools and hospitals. And there's a few more lines after that, but I think that shows quite strongly the name of the song, the lyrics of the song, the energy and the execution of the performance says this is quite an attacky song and they feel strongly about it. The second track is called Dreaming. Now, this one, again, you know, we mentioned dynamics already and they continue with that, yeah. you know. They're going from this sort of crazy messy into the you, you and beyond, you lost it all. Why did you come back? You know, it's like really lovely to listen to. There's all these harmonies going on. And then we're back to this craziness. Yeah. I really love that. I think that's really clever because what they're doing is there's very dissonant. There's a lot of dissonant notes in the intro, whether that's the guitar and then the vocals working with the guitar. And what it does is 
even when the verse kicks in after the short intro, it's very messy. You've got mm -hmm. guitars and the drums are playing loud and there's some vocals going underneath the main vocals and it is a bit of a mess, mm. but and not, not in a bad way. Yeah, but I think what's good is that it's a mess and then they resolve it. And I mentioned before in one of the videos that a, a, a characteristic of jazz music is tension and release. You play all the jazzy notes and create tension. You make people go, oh, no, that's not nice. And then you resolve the tension by playing the correct notes. You know, yeah. It's much more in-depth than that, but that's the basis of it. And I think they've done it here. You've got the verses in the intro, which is really dissonant. It's not nice to listen to, but then it kind of resolves with the big power chords and you, yeah. you went beyond, and it just kind of all mm -hmm. sits nicely down there. Yeah, and I love how Serge's and Darren's vocals work together, because if you listen to them, if you really break down their tones and stuff and their projection, you'll hear that they're actually very different vocally, yeah. but it works. It works. Yeah. It just works so well. Lyrically as well, you know, th these are album reviews, guys. So, you know, whilst we love the music and we last the f love the final product, you know, you can go deeper and look into what they're singing about. Mm -hmm. And again, I wouldn't call it polit politics so much here. Maybe hints of politics, but they're talking about human rights quite a bit. Um, I think, you know, you've got the lyric with a prophetic generation of bottled water causing poor populations to die. Mm -hmm. um, that says to me that, you know, branding and taking things like water from poor people who don't have access to water and branding it and selling it. There's other things, you know, like human right is a private blue chip. And what they mean by that is like a private blue chip. you got to pay for your human rights. That's my interpretation. I've done some digging on the internet as well. And I think generally that's the consensus of this song. So again, another kind of politically motivated song. So third track is called Kill Rock and Roll. And I really love this track for multiple reasons, actually. Yeah. I love the chorus harmonies. You've got the, every time I look in your eyes. It's almost like punky, like, yeah. like a punk rock beat going on. I love that. And then we've got the, eat all the grass, and that muted guitar at the background. Yeah, you know, really good and rhythmical. Yeah. Um, this song, it's, it's probably one of the most unmetal intros of the album, isn't it? It's not very metal at all, but then the song kind of kicks in a bit heavier. Um, I think it's nice because the song, we've mentioned about the dissonance and even not so much dissonance in the first song, but some of the minor tonalities coming through. This is quite a consonant and agreeable song. It's nice to listen to. Do you know what the song's about? No. No. I, I, until yesterday, I thought the song was about the, the, the death of rock and roll. as right. in People fake people, pop stars pretending to be rock and roll. It's not as obvious, is it? It isn't as obvious. <laughs> it's about um, one of the band members accidentally ran over a bunny, uh, a kid's bunny, and the oh. bunny was called rock and roll, apparently. So oh. that's where Eat All the Grass comes in. Oh, Accidents happen. <laughs> so, yeah, poor little bunny called rock and roll. I think it was maybe, I don't know which one of them ran over it, but yeah. So, but this, we're seeing, and not for the first time, and I'm going to come on to it later, some funny elements that System of a Down put in their music and it's been a constant throughout their career but we'll touch on that later on. I do take them as a band who has a very kind of different sense of humour. They've got a comedic side to them. I think. They do yeah, have it and if later. you see them live as well, like if you watch their performance, I feel like there's definitely yeah. something about them that's quite comedic. They enjoy themselves, yeah, put it that way. Next up, we've got a track called Hypnotize, and it is probably one of my favourite tracks of the album, most favourite tracks of the yeah. album. How about you? Yeah, no, I love this track. It's one of the first 
uh, System of a Down songs I, I found. Just so you guys know, System of a Down are my favourite ever band. If there was only one band I could ever listen to for the rest of my life, System of a Down would be them. And it started off with this song, Hypnotise, because I had everything I wanted. You know, I love heavy metal with screaming. Look at my shirt, Trivium. But... There is something so agreeable with System of a Down, yeah. especially these last two albums, Mesmerize and Hypnotize, where the music hits the mark for me. It's really heavy, but you've also got some lovely vocals from Serge and Daron yeah. doing their thing. I think I'd call them melodic metal because yeah. it's very, it's such genius songwriting to me because all the melodies you want to sing along and mm -hmm. they are so yeah. memorable. Like, it's probably good to say that Serge and Darren write yeah. most of this stuff. Do, and yeah. I think, literally, I love every single song on this album. There isn't a bad song on the album. Yeah. And Hypnotize, it was actually one of the first metal songs I covered. Is do you it? remember right. that? Yeah, like, yeah, all the way back, like, I don't know, 2015, 16, I think you showed it to me. And you were like, listen to those harmonies. They're really beautiful. And they are. I think the call and response in the verse is fantastic because you've got Serge. Like, it was almost like he's asking the question, why don't you ask the kids from Tiananmen Square? And then Darren, they disguise. And you've got this call and response going back between them, which I think is really nice. And again, we've said this before and we'll say it again today. They do this a lot throughout the album. Yep, and their voices, just listen to them. Darren's got this really kind of higher-pitched tone mm. that really cuts through. And Serge has got a lot of kind of a rawness to his voice yeah there's almost a bit of i don't know the bit of sharpness to yeah, it yeah. i hear in it yeah um th again another thing we're going to bring up loads and loads is the melodic guitar that darren does because i think that the guitar throughout the whole album and not 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 guitar all the way through but his melodic clean picked guitar i think it's it shines here today because you've got it in the intro you've got it in the chorus where they bring the dynamics right down it's just the guitar yeah. Um, obviously the other instruments as well, but the main lead, apart from the vocals, is that guitar and it's just held so nicely and it really pieces all of the songs together. Yeah, and I love the harmonising guitars and the solo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really beautiful. And there's actually, if you listen to the middle bit of this song, the... Um, Dun, 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 in the middle bridge bit. It's very reminiscent. This is an Armenian folk rhythm, and they do it in Forest, the song Forest from Toxicity, which is the. They're just not particularly normal Western beats. No. They're, no. they're kind of odd time signatures, yeah. weird rhythms and stuff, and we're not, not used to associating that with Western music at all. Yeah. And I was watching an interview with Rick Rubin where he was talking about how System of a Down, what they did so specially in their, you know, uh, what they brought to metal in those days was their Armenian influence. I think you yeah. can hear it in Serge's vocals. Yeah. And also, like I said here, the rhythm the dun, da -da -dun, dun, yeah. da -dun, in Forest and in Hypnotize. It's all this Armenian folk, you know, that comes together, like in their voice, in the in their voices, actually, both of them, I think. I think Serge more so. Yeah, oh, definitely. Yeah, yeah. And uh, you can hear it in the rhythms as well. And I wonder whether it's like an Armenian dance sort of rhythm as Maybe well. Like a folk I don't dance know. Song, yeah. yeah. One thing I just want to touch quickly, not go deep into the lyrics, but the theme of it. If you listen to the chorus where he goes, I'm just sitting in my car waiting for my girl. I really love this because if you listen to the other lyrics, both Daron's and Serge's lyrics, they're talking about the politics again. But I love the idea that he's sitting in his car waiting for his girlfriend to come out of the shops or whatever. And I think it, my interpretation is that he's watching a TV 
through a shop window and he's seeing mm. the events unfold Tiananmen Square he's seeing the propaganda that is being shown through the TV and it's just a, I thought it was just such a simple way to put forward a great idea you're yeah. seeing all this politics you're seeing all this propaganda whilst you're sitting in the car in your everyday life waiting for your girlfriend to come yeah. out of the shop yeah and it's you know I think so many people can resonate yeah with this everyday stuff everyday stuff the next track, Stealing Society, is another example of contrasts that are going on throughout the album. We've got this really slow moving verses, you know, with stuff like two scars watching it all fading, you know, and then going into the crack pipes, nails, basic, you know. So again, lots of dynamics, lots of changes, and uh, yeah. Another great example of how they can execute it. Yeah, I think it's probably the heaviest song on the album, which is not something I expected to say because I don't ever listen to this album and think, okay, well, where's the heaviest song? Because I just listened to it as an experience. But when we were doing research, I listened, yeah. I thought, well, actually, all the riffs here are quite heavy. Yeah. Um, and even if we're not talking heaviness in terms of how hard everyone's playing their instruments, the notes they're playing, you know, and the, the, the tonality, the keys they're playing, not the keys, but the minor scales they're playing, especially in that verse... Uh, it's quite, it's not, I wouldn't say it's dissonant, but you can hear it's minor. It's mm -hmm. not pleasant to the ear. And yeah, as Dash said, I think I agree that the, you have got this contrast because you've got this fantastic heaviness at the start. And then in the bridge, the Daron singing in a very normal way, the crack pipes, needles, PCP and fast cars. It's almost rapping. It is almost rapping. Yeah. And then what's fantastic is that we, we said it already, but the way that they utilize vocals in this album and you've got Surge. Well, first of all, it starts off with Darren going crack pipe needles, and then Serge's voice goes da 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 da. And I thought it was interesting because I thought of all the things you could have used, you could have layered another guitar, yeah. you could have it would sound odd, but you could have the bass doing that, you could get a keyboard doing that, but they used Serge's vocals, which sound really interesting. <laughs> you but know, then, it sounds so cartoon-like though. It's like yeah. La, 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 la. yeah, it does. Yeah. <laughs> But then later on, the next section, they're doing this counter melody thing where Darren carries on with crack pipe needles and Serge comes back with the verse, two sons, watching them. And they just work so well together. Yeah, yep, beautiful. It's fantastic songwriting and composition here. Um, and again, I think the lyrics, they're so obvious of what it's about. It's very degradation of society and how drug use and gang violence is the decline of society at the moment. You know, crack pipes, you know, crack pipes, P uh, needles for heroin, PCP is a drug. Um, and yeah, I think yeah. it's a very critical album, this one, lyrically. There's a lot yep. of criti criticism coming in. But this is what we're used to with System of a Down, a highly political band. Yeah, and I think the fact that they're actually singing about such devastating things, mm. but they can put it musically the way they do, I find it really interesting because they don't just make it like sad and yeah, slow yeah. and... You know, this is a, this is an up, up, upbeat melody. Yeah. Yeah. It's <laughs> you an kind upbeat of want to dance song. with it. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, but then you look at the underlying lyrics: two sons seeing them both yeah. dying. You know, deep. Yeah, very deep indeed. <laughs> the next track is called "Tentative," and I just love how melodic it is. It's so beautiful, and you, uh, well, I just want to sing all the time. You know, stuff like "Where are you going?" to the bottom it's so beautiful very simple melody wise yeah. but it works i like how the, for me this is similar to dreaming you've got the the dissonant and uh, i'm going to call it unagreeable guitar and vocals at the start now it's not horrible i don't i don't class it as being as messy as mm -hmm. 
is dreaming, you know, messy, don't mean it in a bad way. Um, but I still think it's there to create that tension, to make the listener feel slightly uncomfortable. And again, just like dreaming, they resolve it with the where are you going? And because it just sits so nicely with the listener. Again, another contrast yeah. they did within a song that I think works really nicely. And you've got conversational kind of phrasing slash rapping in the verses. The shout rap. Yeah. yeah and then singing in the pre-chorus and... And the chorus. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, another political song. I don't have to go too deep into the lyrics. All you've got to do is listen to them and you'll hear it. But another sort of government critical song. Yeah. Well, you've got, in the breakdown, you've got stuff like, would you expect us to go when the bombs fall? Yeah. That just says, says it, it all. all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it says it all. You fig the next track of the album. It just sounds completely messy, crazy, fast <laughs> to me. And I Heavy. love it. Yeah. I love it. You got the nice again contrast in the song. We're hearing this all the way through the album, where you got the soft start of the guitars, then it goes completely heavy with Surge almost screaming those um, those verse lyrics. Um, but then again, yeah, and then again <laughs> where they they do the heaviness, mm. they create the unagreeable noi noise. <laughs> noise. Can I remind you? This is my one of my favorite albums ever. Same I'm saying it, messy yeah. noise dissonant. It rules. I love this yeah. album. But again, the heaviness. Created, resolved with the with the chorus that comes in. Yeah. It's a great song. I really like yeah. it, and I think it's one of the probably one of the least popular ones from the album. Mm. But as Dash said earlier, there's not a bad song on this album. Yes. Do you know what "you fig" means? No. Well, well, no, I don't actually. But I know the lyrics is about mob mentality, and it's about okay. protesters and potentially how protest the protesters are as bad as the people they're protesting when you just sign up for a cause for the sake of it, to look cool, to look popular. Come join the cause, come join the cause. Right. Who wants to come with me and come join the cause? Um, mm. So it's hard because what I think's nice with this album is you've got some lyrics that are just so obvious about what they're saying and you've got some other lyrics that are just like, well, this could mean anything. And you figs kind of like that, but within the whole song, you've got some lyrics that are just so obvious about what they're trying to say and others that are just like, okay, well... This could be in the same vein, but it could be something completely different. And I thought that yeah. was a nice touch as well. Let us know if you know what you fig means. Yeah, really interesting. <laughs> it would yeah. be actually really interesting but yeah, to know. Yeah, vocal harmonies enhance the songs. Um, and it's good because it adds another layer to each track. Because essentially, you've got to think with this band and this album, you've really only got, you know, there's not many, many moments where you hear more than one guitar. Yeah. It comes, but it's not littered throughout the album. You've got a guitar, a bass, drums, and two vocals. And I think the difference between one vocals and two is hugely significant for this album because the texture, it adds another layer and it adds another, well, I've said it already, it adds a texture um, and it just fattens the sound yeah. more. It makes it that ever so slightly bit bigger, but it works so well. Yeah, and because, like I said, you know, Serge and Darren have such different voices. This is why they sound different, as if it was like two different instruments, you know, going on. And what's crazy, as Dash said, is that their voices are so different, but they work individually, so one, then the other, like in Hypnotize, and they work together, which shouldn't happen. It's like putting like, a guitar tone with one, a guitar sound with one tone and a guitar sound with another tone together. Shouldn't work, but it does work with this. So this is my favourite track of the album. It's called Holy Mountains. And, yeah. Holy shit, is it good? <laughs> Holy. 
yeah <laughs> mole it's beautiful uh, it's got so much to offer and uh, it starts with this beautiful soft guitar followed by soft ahs you know in the vocals and uh, then it goes crazy and then we go into the verse with can you feel the haunting presence and it's just oh, yeah, I think the guitar is the hero. The guitar, the guitar is the hero of the song for me because it starts off and you've got the melody of the main verse in the guitar at the start, and it's played so softly. And as Dash said, then the vocals come in and uplift it and give it that extra texture. Then you get into the heavy bit, but then it goes half time. It goes really brings the song down. Tempo wise, the tempo doesn't change, but it goes from feeling quite energetic dun, yeah. dun, 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 to a half time feel. And that sets the mood for the verse. Um, and as Dash said, those vocals, haunting, yep. soft, but scary. Like oh, yeah. you hear them and it is mysterious. very mysterious. Um, the dynamics of the vocals are fantastic. And that's what gives the verse the, these feels. Um, and the yeah. chorus is just so much energy again. Liar, killer. Demon. Yeah, the the lyrical content of this song is probably the most, um, let's call it heartfelt of the album because this means a lot to System of a Down. This is about the Armenian genocide in 1914 uh, and the, the killing of over uh, one million Armenians. Um, but what happened is this is about their retreat, uh, I believe, to the mountain, which was called um, Mount Ar Ar Ararat. So A-R-A-R-A-T, mm -hmm. uh, which is in the north of Armenia, I believe, or it's on the border between Armenia and Turkey. And this is where I believe the refugees fled um, during that time. So it's a deeply moving song. You can hear it in the song. You can hear how Serge sings it. You can hear in the dynamics and the performance of the band members that this song needed to mean something and it did from everybody every member of the band you can hear in the performance yeah. why this meant so much yeah and we have this build up in the breakdown and then outro just back to the softness of the intro yeah and Beautiful. did you notice in the bridge they they use the that they take the same guitar riff that is the main riff of the song and the verse, but they just put a different vocal melody on it. There's never return, rushing on the mountainside. Same mm. riff, same yeah. verse riff, but a different vocal melody, which I thought was really clever. It is. Because they haven't done, the, like, they didn't need, they could have written another riff, but they just stuck with it and put a different melody over it. Beautiful very clever. stuff, yeah. And they are very clever with their writing and composition and structuring yeah. the songs. It's... It's just, you know, we, we've got such drastic changes sometimes in the dynamics, in the just the energy as well of it. But it just all makes sense. Like, it, it just marries up so well. Every song feels like a journey. Mm -hmm. um, whether it's a heartfelt song like this one or a, a funny song that we're going to get onto next, it, it does take you, the whole album takes you on a series of individual journeys that are just fantastic. The next track is called Vicinity of Obscenity. And um, I saw Loudwire post about 17 years of hypnotize and someone commented banana, 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 terracotta, banana, terracotta, terracotta pie. And they pinned that comment. It just got so many likes. And yeah, that's all you need to know about this song. Yeah, it's an odd song. It's about sexual fetishes. Um, <laughs> we'll leave it there. Uh, but funny enough, it's actually the only song where there's only one singer. Um, and it's Serge's song. So he naturally sings all the vocal part of it. Um, 
I think it is, this is the example I was alluding to earlier of the funny kind of song that System of a Down do. You've got, you know, Sugar from the first album. It's not a funny song, but you've got those little voices. The Sugar yeah. and the... Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> then you've got Chicken Stew from the Steel, uh, this album, album. Uh, Cigaro from Mesmerise. Just these songs where... They're serious songs that, that they're putting them on the album to be a part of the album, mm -hmm. but the content can be funny. Some noises in the song can be funny. The way Serge sings can be funny. And I think this is the, well, I think this this album actually has a few of them, but this is, the, for me, the standout one for this album of the System of a Down funny songs. And I love the fact that they go back to the do we all Yeah, the little funky. Yeah. The horse. Yeah. Wow. That yeah. guitar. Yeah. Really nice how they're sort of just taking, you know, we've heard a very consistent style through that, throughout this album. Um, but as Dash mentioned earlier with the guitar in the eat all the grass. Um, I don't know what kind of genre you'd associate that with. But then in this section, you've got that kind of... Oh, it's like 80s funk. Yeah. <laughs> the do yeah. we are. Oh, <laughs> yeah, it's a nice. It's, I don't know if anyone would say this was their favourite song on the album, but I would miss it if it wasn't here. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> She's like heroin. And this song has actually those funny sort of vocals you spoke about before. And Darren does this. She like heroin you know he does like a little squeak in the beginning of the phrase yeah, it's like he's putting on a little british accent like <laughs> maybe we can make some cash um but this yeah i think this is daron's funny song of the album it's like yeah. serge got his with vicinity of obscenity and this is daron's um i don't really have much to say about this one it's cool um lyrically i thought always this was about heroin but actually mm. if you look at the, the the title of the song she's like heroin i think the lyrics suggest more that it's about a person not necessarily a man but a person who's in love with a woman or yeah and she might be using him that's what i've read on the internet she might be using him for money or her um and the, the woman is like heroin. The man just can't, he's addicted to her. So that's lyrically, I think that's where this sort of song stands. And I like the, again, layering in the verse of the vocals, you know, vocals are just yeah. all layered and, yeah. It's just like one word sometimes, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. yeah, really, but cleverly done, cleverly chosen. Next up, we have a ballad. I'd say it's a ballad. It's a beautiful ballad called Lonely Day. And... It, again, was one of the first songs that I heard by System, and I just loved it. It's so lovely with all the harmonies. Mm. They just sit yeah. so well with me. So you've got a song like that, said a slow song that's in 6-8 or 12-8, and it's got that waltz feel. Yeah. It just makes you want to rock. Like, you know, yeah. Look at us both, just rocking like that. Um, it is a lovely song, and Daron's vocals here really shine. Yeah. Um, and the other thing that shines is his guitar. This is a Daron song, um, as in everything good about it. But the, again, the other band members play their part. Serge comes in with the vocals and the pre-choruses, I think, or the bridge. And again, yeah. the, the vocals, again, just marry up so well together. But it's a lovely song, and it is about loneliness and the, the, the toll it can take on someone's mental health. Um, short, sweet, short, fantastic sweet. guitar solo, lovely melodies. Um, it's one of those odd songs because if you look at the last song, uh, the last album, Mesmerized, they got that song called um, Lost in Hollywood, yeah. which is much longer, much softer, probably a bit slower. 
but the system of a down just kind of pump out these slow songs you know you've got atwa from toxicity but again that has a pretty heavy section in it in terms of system doing ballads they, yep. they've nailed two of them in mesmerizing hypnotizing this one's fantastic because it's so short you can play it on the radio like it's yeah. a two and a half minute song brilliant stuff the last track of the album is called Soldier Side, and I know it's your favourite, so why don't you talk about it's it? It's probably my favourite System of a Down song ever. Wow, um, you'd go that far. I would, okay. yeah. I can't think of many I'd put above it. Um, it's just so, I mean, well, I'll, I'll, let me go. Give me a few minutes. No. Um, the guitar melody leads the way again with the wonderful melodies, and what happens is that it, it uses variations of the melodies just within the intro it's not like it does one melody and then sticks with it it kind of varies it up a bit what i think is so fantastic here and a fa an incredible way to end the album is that throughout the album we have heard surge sing then daron sing daron sing a verse and a pre-chorus surge sing a chorus then going back and forth we've seen every sort of permutation of them singing mm -hmm. with each other call and response this song for the whole song they're singing together yeah harmonies throughout harmonies yeah. throughout the whole song and this works and is fantastic for me for two levels number one lyrically the song is about soldiers going to war and parents feeling sad that their kids are going to war and god's displeasure with war in general and i think just philosophically to have two people singing together in a song about war presents a united front as in they're in this together, what the message System of a Down are putting through this album for the, all the songs previously, we know that it's a full song, but like I said before, Surge sings, then Darren sings. They're ending and they're letting us know their thoughts about the lyrical content together. Mm -hmm. They're singing together throughout the whole, and the message they're putting through on this song is coming at you from both of their voices. And musically, I think it works because as I've said for the third time, you've had them going back and forth for the whole album. And it's not anywhere competition. You're not saying, oh, who's the best one? But there might be a voice you prefer. Then you might prefer these songs because Surge sings, or you might prefer these songs because Darren sings. Mm -hmm. Here you don't have a choice. And I love that they haven't let you have that choice because this is the like this is how we're gonna end the album. Everyone together. Yeah. And I think that the way the song builds, you know, again, the guitars and the guitar melodies, there's that bridge section. Um Welcome to the Soldier Side. No, no, no. Before that, let me just, yeah. Uh, yeah, because you've been taken on this journey, the guitar and the vocals, it's where he goes, ah, 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 and you've got the guitar melodies and the vocals doubling that. And it takes us on this fantastic journey, mm -hmm. which then resolves. Dun, 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 welcome. So just that heavy. That. I get goosebumps. Can you see him? Can you see him? I get goosebumps just thinking about the end yeah. of that song because it's just so fantastic. What do you think? It always about makes it? me cry. Like I get it's very a sad emotional. Song. I get so and you know the welcome bit. Just it's that like note. This, I know. Because yeah. it's so it's dissonant, isn't it? And it's like it just Daunting. really just hits something for me. And Oh, it always makes me very sad and I get emotional talking about it. Well, we spoke about the tension and release where you create tension and then you release it. And I think even just that end section, as Dash just said, you have the dissonance. The welcome to the soldier side. And this is all kind of creating a bit of tension and then it releases. There is no one here but me. And yeah. the chord and that note resolves perfectly. They're better singers than I am. Don't, oh, we should sing me. it. We're, but, um, we're actually good at this one. But the way that resolves completely in that last but me 
every yeah. time just hits the mark completely. Oh, I know. Um, I, I can't get enough of that song. I could listen to it over and over and over. I love Incredible. singing it also. I love yeah, singing it with you. Fantastic. We do a good job. Yeah. <laughs> so um, what are your... I was going to ask you what your favourite three songs of the album are. Oh, I can tell you. Do it. Three, two, then one. Three, two, one. Okay, wait a minute. Okay, people. It's really hard to choose because I've got... I love most of them. And I love all of Systems' albums the same you know they just like literally they're one of my favorite bands okay soldier side number three for me then you've got tentative and holy mountains tentative that's cool i didn't think tentative would be in there but it's a great like song i've like got it. number three holy mountains number two hypnotize and number one soldier side oh see i love hypnotize also yeah. and it's just like <laughs> So do you have any sort of, what were your, what are your takeaways from the album? Your final thoughts, your overall well, impressions of it? I think overall, it just constantly keeps you on your toes listening. And this is what I love. You, you don't want to stop listening to it. You don't want to pause it and do something else. You know, you don't. You want to be in it from start to finish. Yeah, no, it's fantastic. I mean, I've got a couple of points just on the, the album overall. Um, two main points. One, I think the unsung hero of the album is Daron's melodic soft guitar playing. I think it comes up everywhere and the guitar lines are all hidden gems throughout this album. Kill Rock and Roll, the grass section, the hypnotized mm -hmm. intro and chorus, the Lonely Day intro, Holy Mountains intro, heroin, soft section, the tentative, soldier side. It brings a softness to the music before the certain songs get heavier and it just begins you yeah. fantastically on that journey that then they take you further upon. And my second point is the vocals. I think, again, they're just stunning because if you look at the evolution of System of a Down vocals, from the first album, you've got basically Surge singing alone on every song. Then uh, Steal This Album and Toxicity, you've got mainly Surge, but with Daron coming in, doing a bit of screaming, singing a chorus here and there. And then for these two albums, they're like sharing the duties. And I love, again, in terms of journeys, just the journey that this band have taken on through the albums yeah. vocally. And I think the marriage of their vocals, despite how different their tones and timbres and all that kind of stuff sounds, it works for this music. And I think it's just yeah. a fantastic album. And it is... Yeah. Uh, I was just going to say it's my favourite system album, but that's another episode. No, no. I have to it's wait. It's another episode. <laughs> yeah, um, I can't commit I have to, to that yet. I can't well. commit to that yet. Um, I, I really love the harmonies and I love how they bring Armenian folk into their music, both vocally and rhythmically. And I think it's very clever indeed. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, what an incredible album. Yeah. What do you guys think? Do you love this album? What is your favourite system album? Let us know in the comments and... We'll review it also. Yeah. So as usual, guys, please hit like, subscribe, share with any people you know, System of a Down fans, or share with anyone who loves heavy metal. And uh, you have yourselves a lovely day. Have a metal day. We'll see you soon.